0: Hello, and welcome back to the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your dungeon master for this exciting adventure. Joining me, we have
1: Daniel, and I play the the Vainglorious Ched Fleet.
2: Okay, I'm playing the Blue Man Cleric Desmond.
3: I'm Zach, and I'm playing the Dwarf, I guess. Fallrock. Oh, we're doing descriptors now. I don't
4: know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Matt, and I play Leolin, who can now dual-wield crossbows.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Waffle, and I play Tarajux Heiko, who plays Nash Lold.
1: Oh my god.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So last time, first and foremost, during the course of their uh, three-week hike to the mountain home, the party was able to level up to level four. Bada-boom. Who would like to provide a descriptor of the exciting things that occurred?
5: Sunlight, sunlight at yep. last <laughs> sunlight. Uh, there was about a
4: 45 minutes of yeah
5: oh, beautiful air sweet freedom the birds do spread their wings and those of us less fortunate not blessed yet with flight merely wallow in the grass and thank the skies that we are alive to see them once more
1: yeah, I think I saw a
5: Also, there's like a giant dwarven city, and uh, it's
1: okay. We we weren't the only whoa, ones whoa,
3: freaking whoa, out. Whoa, about whoa, the, whoa, whoa! Hang on. <laughs> you guys didn't notice. You cannot you call be- the mountain home. Just okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, be- it's
1: all right. I mean, it's it's pretty good for it's a city big that's all
5: underground. Exactly <laughs> Are you for four Yelp review. <laughs> like okay, so dwarven city. Three point seven five stars out of five. If it was above ground, five out of five, no question. Okay, How you
1: you can't have
0: uh, a couple no. points. First, that alone. the mountain home is uh, to your character literally the most superlative city you have ever seen. <laughs> Secondly, you don't know that some of it isn't above
5: ground. That's true. There is a very small portion that was acceptably above ground. Mm. Non-terranean, as the kids say. I don't
0: think anybody has ever said that before in their lives. No, nobody has ever <laughs> said that before. Desmond so you're yeah, off, I
4: remember that.
5: We're going back down the elevator. Uh, Desmond is getting drunk somewhere, but we don't know where. Yeah, but you
4: don't know that.
5: Yeah, <laughs> I just assume. I'm like, oh, Desmond isn't here. He's probably yeah. run out of mushrooms at this point, so he's getting drunk. <laughs> yeah. Either that or he's finally moved on to some of the harder drugs after his experience down in <laughs> his
0: years. Like Magic he's ready are a gateway drug.
5: He's yep. ready to experiment with that good gnomish cocaine. Oh, no, <laughs> you
0: know, that's, that's not, like, you don't step into gnomish cocaine until you are. All right, so uh, the party <laughs> arrives at the oh, bottom wow. of the elevator. Uh, Nobody has been turned into an orcish vampire.
5: <laughs> um, Yet. Desmond is nowhere to be seen. All right. Of course not. I'm kind of like, I'm flicking sparks off my hands because I'm like, I'm very amped up, pun intended. Well, I'm making
1: everybody smell like skunk.
4: (laughs) I can use investigation to track him, so.
0: I think we were over this last time. Like, you can't really get tracks off of
4: stone. (laughs) However, Surely his, like, the water, his discharge
5: has, like, a scent to it that we can... He's not dirty.
3: He's just damned.
5: I would like to find a guard. Who's damp? Okay, there's a guard. <laughs> so basically, I, just, I turn, and there's a guard. The yeah. guard is
1: damp. Okay, I use Druidcraft. No. I use a puff of wind to dry him off.
3: Oh, my God. No. (laughs) We asked (laughs) where a blue man was, guys. It's not hard. Yeah, that's. I go up to the guard
5: and I say, excuse me, we're looking for a man who is very blue and slightly (laughs) moist. We believe, you know, he may be in... Thank you. (laughs) Problem solved. Double pistols and a wink to the guard, and I go in the direction he pointed.
0: Uh, Yeah, so following this procedure a couple of times, you eventually arrive at the temple area where the uh, Cathedral of of Terran is, along with several smaller shrines to the other four gods. And across the street is a bar, and you can (laughs) see in the windows of the bar is Desmond. Desmond, you've had about about an hour probably to yourself between the exaltation on the mount Mm -hmm. and the search to find you afterwards.
5: So he's just sloshed. Well, like, I'm, I'm starting to get rowdy, I'm sure. Which is <laughs>
2: the point where I'm going to get thrown out.
5: Okay. okay. Uh, I step inside. I, the saloon doors swing dramatically. They the creak. boards creak, yeah. The, um, the player piano in the corner hits a sour note.
0: None of that happens because <laughs> the floor is made of stone. <laughs> as are the doors. I'm um, on the wild west. <laughs>
5: So and pianos room. haven't been invented yet.
0: Well, pianos yeah. have been invented, but typically dwarven tap rooms have a brass band.
5: Oh, that's that's classy.
1: Really?
0: Uh-huh. That's yeah. excellent.
1: Like a umpa or more like a uh, like trumpets?
0: Trumpets. Like it's almost okay. it's it's almost jazz. Do do I get to see them come in? It's impossible to miss
2: them. Are they okay. are the tall- yeah. they are the tallest
0: people in this you quadrant of you-
2: the <laughs> city. I I wave my hands and go hey guys. I got you guys all around but I drank it all.
0: <laughs> there are indeed like 8 empty glasses. Oh Desmond, up. that's so
5: thoughtful.
2: I thought so too until
0: hey, I drank hi. it.
5: Well, you know, you tried. That's the best we, you know, that's all we can do really. I sit down. Mhm. And I I would like to in, inspect Desmond and see. Like, is did he do some weird? Like, is he on an aqua thing right now? Aquila, is he Aquila. having one of those like religion
3: things? Oh, I think he's having a drunk thing. vision.
5: Like, is he look? Is he looking at a holy symbol and sighing wistfully? Only if the holy symbol
2: is an empty picture. <laughs> not for not for this particular god.
5: But okay, but he's not like. This is just regular Desmond. It's not...
0: Now that, I mean, if you think about it, this is probably the most drunk you've seen him in a long time.
5: Right, and that's why I'm concerned. Yeah. Because like, for a while there, he was kind of on the up and up. And now, you know, <laughs> he had his, his 30-day chip and he's off the bandwagon. And I want to know what's up. Uh, can I do an insight, perhaps, to see if there are demons in his closets?
0: Certainly, uh, this will be opposed Christopher by mm, I don't <laughs> know what what is motivating this
2: <laughs> nothing i mean he he went to see Aquila, uh-huh he went to see Aquila, and there wasn't really much for him to do, so the only other way he knows how to connect with her is to get drunk,
0: okay, so this will be insight opposed by religion. <laughs> Literally
5: (laughs) fighting
2: against his religion.
5: Uh, I rolled like garbage, so that's only an eight.
2: Well, I (laughs) rolled like garbage as well. I got a nine. (laughs) (laughs) Desmond, to all appearances,
0: is just really drunk.
5: I pat him on the shoulder and I say, Desmond. I appreciate that you want to celebrate the end of our journey, but we have like a big research project to get underway here. You know, we got to, we got to hustle. You're in, you're in no state to browse academic treaties like this. You're right. I won't be
2: able to set up a mushroom shop all sloshed. (laughs) (laughs) You need to get me down to the,
5: do you know, like a magic hangover cure?
4: Lesser restoration.
2: Yeah, I do. (laughs)
4: Is he in any shape to perform that on himself? Probably not. (laughs) You think
1: he could manipulate the fluids in his body?
2: (laughs) Is that why I'm always wet all the time?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's when you find out he does it on purpose.
1: Yeah, he forces himself to sweat.
2: (laughs) Oh, Lord. Gross. I don't know. Like, I'm just having a good time. I'm probably going to go look for more mushrooms, but I'm really just kind of like taking the load off because of how, you know, stressful traveling is. You get to celebrate a little bit.
1: Yeah. Do you still have the barrel with you? Of course. Hey, I've I've got an idea. If you want to come with us, you don't have to look for mushrooms, but I think I might be able to get you some. I'm down. It Let's do it, it. Won't be pickled. If you have some pickle juice, you could start pickling.
2: Right. That's, I can make my own water. We're, Joe said that I could. You just put like new mushrooms in it and just let them ferment. I pickle. skim.
1: I skim the inner edge of the barrel with my finger, Ugh. and I presume I grab you know some spores from the mushrooms that were uh, soaking in the pickle juice, and I yep. use druidcraft on the spores to make them grow in my hand.
0: Splendid, you have a handful of mushrooms.
1: And I hand them to Desmond. Who plops them in the barrel. The circle circle of drink.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty good trick. Now that we've solved the big issues of the day.
1: (laughs) Getting Desmond fed.
5: Aren't we supposed to go to some academy or library? Yeah. Yeah. Some sort of hall. I don't know. Falrock, you're a dwarf. Where do we go here? The plated halls,
3: which I've never been to before.
6: <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: So the halls
3: well, are wearing. But I just—I pull out a map and point to. No, I
5: think it's like um, it's like one of those restaurants where instead of serving you stuff on like a cutting board or in a shovel, they're like, no, we use plates. Like we use regular plates. Like that's their big selling point: the plated halls.
1: Oh m- no, maybe it's a pleated hall. Oh, oh, like it's a, it's a, no, No, it looks like a big
5: skirt. Yeah. Yeah. We're about to have the, the school Uh, (laughs) art. Oh
2: god! It's right next to the Citadel of Corduroy. I get to sit in the back
6: right (laughs) of the classroom near the window.
2: Right. Can the borrow that
0: one?
6: (laughs) Citadel of Corduroy.
0: (laughs) Campaign.
5: (laughs) Wow. I try and take the map from Fall Rock, Dad, Dad Kill, and uh, plot of course
3: to the Pleated Halls. There's, there's already one, like, halfway drawn.
1: I, I plot after him.
6: <laughs> <laughs> we okay. each
5: draw three different routes.
1: No. Plot. Wait, no there's
5: already one there.
1: P L O D, I follow oh. you.
5: Chad doesn't strike me as the plotting
1: type. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed that uh, I'm underground again. Yeah,
5: but <laughs> the surface is only like a half hour away at all times. I that's mean, that's
1: really far. that's
0: true of anything if you if you have the means to access it. Yeah, and we have the means.
1: I mean, if I can't just walk out of building, suddenly be in nature, I'm a little. Little bomb.
5: No, I get it. But compared to three weeks in a tunnel, this is paradise. Just a some little dwarves,
0: Some dwarves I'm... around you, like, draw back, scandalize that you would refer to the under <laughs> a tunnel. <laughs> I'm
1: plotting nonetheless.
5: I, I pet one of Ched's silky, beautiful wings, and I say, just remember, after this. We get to go above ground and we get to go to the desert where there is nothing
1: (laughs) but air and sand.
5: Nothing but sky and sun and sand.
1: Yes. (laughs) I've got my trunks.
5: Of course. We're going to have a beach episode. I tolerate the underway, but no,
1: if
4: if we go this much further without any trees, I'm not going to be happy soon. You could
5: have joined us up in the... uh, the overlook. I'm sure there were, like, some scraggly bushes, right?
0: I would like to know that there are... there. I, I don't know that trees is the right word for them, but there are, like, plants and mushrooms growing, like, as decorations along the streets of the mountain home.
1: Oh, wow.
5: Except no, subs- no flora. substitutes. No. I'm so
1: impressed. Uh, the, the, the flora.
5: Doesn't do it for me. Nope. <laughs> my plants gotta some. rustle in the wind. That's the key defining trait.
1: <laughs> I do I do pluck a few mushies just uh you know for my own purposes.
0: Okay.
5: So how far away? Can we walk to the pleated halls or do we need to like,
6: I like it. Nope, it's pleated. <laughs>
5: like cause you mentioned no. that the um the mountain home here spans many mountains. It does. Is this a kind of city where, like, if you want to get to the library on the other side, you have to provision yourself, or is um, there like a robust mass transportation system?
0: There is a robust mass transportation system. It would probably take like two full days to walk directly across oh, the mountain. homes. jeez! But how
5: far right. are we from? All right, default? all right, all right. We're, we're not on maybe the other side. Of bigger them, than jugs, maybe. <laughs> It is. Maybe it is. No, it not is.
0: The plated halls are pretty close to the Royal District, which is kind of at the the center
4: of the city.
5: Bet you that's where they keep the adamantium.
4: Um, In the adamantium district, I would think.
5: Well, but we don't know where that is. I bet you it's underneath the Royal District. That's where I'd put it. Or above it. Ooh. It'd take you
0: like, six hours to walk to the Plated Halls. Alternately, there is, and your characters probably wouldn't recognize this, but you would, as um, it looks like a bus stop, kind of, you, you pass them periodically along the street. And after walking for a few minutes, you see um, a large beetle, like a, a car-sized beetle with like a structure attached to its back that is
2: full of dwarves. Oh, okay.
6: Does it have, they're just kind of riding on
2: top with a bunch of seats? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> How okay. much is a, a day pass for the bus? <laughs> <laughs> for the um, bucket,
6: you mean? Okay.
5: <laughs>
0: Thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> It'd be one gold piece for the whole party to ride. That's I mean, not terrible.
6: All
5: right
0: could I, that's what like two silver a pop
5: i'm just yeah. saying we've been walking for three weeks what's six more hours could ched also could just ched? turn I'm into one one and we just ride ched all right i get yeah. on the beetle with fall rock after he dad's
3: his way on guys i don't <laughs> i don't get to spend gold on equipment <laughs> like
5: <laughs> Should I? So no, 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 no. Yeah, neither do, do I.
2: <laughs> the more important question is, does Falruk set Desmond in the front of the beetle or the back of the beetle? <laughs> <laughs> the back of the beetle. Okay. I'm definitely in the front. That, <clears throat> that way, uh, yeah, that way only your, like, cocktails get vomit on them. <laughs> Are these? Because <laughs> otherwise everybody was going to get sprayed roller coaster style.
6: <laughs>
1: Are these beetles something I can turn too, Joe?
2: Probably, like, later on.
1: Oh,
0: we could make a killing. So <laughs> I don't know, what's, what's,
1: their, <laughs> the, what's their challenge rating?
0: They're gonna be a CR one.
1: <laughs> one? Yeah. Damn it. Okay.
0: This is a car-sized beetle.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> badass. That's like a bear, but harder. What's the CR of, like, legs. a Subaru Forester? <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> one. one
1: a Subaru Forester with mandibles.
5: I feel like one Subaru Forester could take on a party of 3 level 1 adventurers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: right?
0: Yes. That's the point I'm trying yeah. to make.
1: Okay. Well, I I've filed fair. filed this and anim- this this beetle blueprint away in my mind.
0: Yeah, once you get the ability to turn into CR 1 animals, you will have this at your disposal.
1: I press the <laughs> fast travel button.
0: Yeah, so the beetle uh, takes off and it's like it moves pretty quick.
5: Oh, it gallops. Black. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yeah, it's for deep. those of you with sensitive stomachs, it is not particularly smooth journey. But yes, you are able to reach the plated halls in just under an hour on the beetle bus.
5: I scour <laughs> the back seat of Desmond. Desmond's half finished mushrooms.
0: It's real gross, vomit
5: I I just snap my finger. <laughs> a magical breeze swirls through, and it is gone. <laughs> it sprays <laughs> it <laughs> barf. Made <laughs> it no, there. yeah, no. It uh, it swirls up into a little water spout <laughs> <water laughs> of barf, and then vanishes. <laughs> <evil> and, <smell>. <laughs> <laughs> and rains
4: on the people below. Yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah.
5: As long as it's, I think, yeah, if, if it's within one cubic foot. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Yeah, all right. So is it going to be new beetle or like mi- like pine or lemon? Um,
5: I think I'll go with um I mean everything Tarajux does like his magic always leaves like a little bit of like Oh, ozone. so we're going ozone? Yeah, no, it, yeah. it's got like um Ooh. overworked electronics smell
2: to it. That just is, very faint. That is not a good look. No, I don't think you're going to be able to sell very many of those like trees.
4: Burnt
1: rubber.
5: A little bit, yeah. It's like something has burned, but that thing did not catch fire.
4: I'm gonna get thrown out of the mountain home. Oh yeah. <laughs>
6: so. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: I have I have three
0: different adventuring paths based on how long you last in here. <laughs> right. <laughs>
6: Let's so speed you, run this.
0: You arrive at the uh, kind of the the royal district stop for this particular bus line. You can see that there is like a closed gate that is guarded by dwarves wearing serious armor and marked with the uh, the sigil of the Adamantine Crown. To yeah, like half a block further down. I take uh, note the,
5: of that symbol. Uh, splendid.
0: <laughs> so about like half a block further down uh to the left there is Another gate that is guarded by less serious-looking dwarves and Farak. The runes above this gate read the plated halls.
3: All right, this one. Not, not the other one, this one. Let's go. Come on. As you approach, the guards
0: like come to attention, slide open the doors for you. The plated halls are free for anybody to use in the city. How nice.
5: <clears throat> I do double pistols in a wink, but each of them gets one pistol. Okay. and each of them gets a wink so it's just double pistols and blinking <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, they do not react yeah wow. uh, and as you cross the threshold you get that kind of same tingling sensation you felt when you entered the oh the
5: in the tower out. oh hmm. that's very weird and then, since this is my second time around feeling that can I do a, an arcana or some sort of can I try to suss it out again now that I've felt it in a second place uh, you can try uh, that is going to be a, an 11 on Arcana. Nope, you
0: have no idea what this could be. Cool. You have not formulated any new theories, and even if you did, you would have no way of testing them. Yep. Uh, right.
5: I, I just stop in place, and I go, hmm. And I look back at the guards, and I go, what's the tingly thing? They, one it's of them. funny.
0: Turns to you and says, Oh, it's just how it feels when you go into the plated halls. I assume it's some kind of defensive spell. Oh, all
5: right. Have yeah. a good one. I wonder uh, so you, again. Walk,
0: you walk down a short tunnel to that kind of opens up, and you walk out onto a platform that is suspended above a, as far as you can tell, bottomless pit. That also goes up, upwards, and in all directions out around you, as far as the eye can see, without walls. There are instead, periodically, pillars that are, Coated in metal.
6: Farrock,
5: um, why didn't you tell me about this place? This what is awesome. Kind
0: of is it? Is it adamantine? No. It is not. It is not adamantine. This
5: place is perfect. The halls
3: are plated. Let me reiterate. Never been here.
5: Oh, it's wonderful. There's just void.
3: Sure, sure you have, Farrock. You've
2: been here with us that one time, remember? <laughs> oh wait, that's now. <laughs> um, yes, that's right now.
5: Oh man, they should like they should put this on all their brochures and their billboards and everything. This is realize, the place to see.
3: You realize we needed uh,
5: This isn't it uh, I lean uh, way uh, over the edge to look down into the void. That's exactly what you see. As far as
0: like as far as you can tell, this room just like it continues going down forever.
5: As all rooms should. So these, pillars, we... these pillars that
0: you see are Coated in metal, and the metal is—you can see inscribed upon it, like it's totally covered in dwarvish runes.
5: Each of them. Uh, are uh, so also, are these pillars? Are they like out in the void? There or are they yes. along the? Uh, oh, no, okay. they're
0: they're like you come to the edge of the platform. Past hmm. the edge of the platform is this eternal space that yes. is just tessellated metal
4: pillars. Oh What what what's inscribed? Like just rinds or...
1: Yeah, just dwarven. Dwarven writing.
4: Okay, I'm, I'm still out get- done ad- <laughs> my
1: description.
0: <laughs> also on the platform on which you are standing, which is fairly sizable, like probably close to 200 feet oh. across, and oh. maybe like 50 feet wide, there is a very long, for lack of a better term, circulation desk. Mm, okay, okay. Look- so there are, you see that there are, there's this long uh, desk. Behind it are dwarves wearing robes that are kind of, uh, they're not quite colorless. They're like a a very pale gray. Like a um, or they're behind it. Uh, many of them seem to be kind of etching onto small, uh, like palm-sized stones, spherical stones. Wow. Some of them are writing in ledgers, and a handful are assisting with Dwarves and gnomes that are kind of approaching the desk from your side to ask, uh, ask about information. Above this, above this desk is what looks like a stone wasp nest that's uh, probably 50 feet tall, wow. 25 feet across. And there are not, like, so it's this kind of cylindrical, or not cylindrical, what's the... It's shaped like a top almost um, conical kind yeah. of, but it kind of it bulges more at the top
5: oh okay um, oh, okay um, oh, like it flares out
0: yeah oh. and it's it's like honeycombed with holes, and okay. you can see that. Coming out of these holes are more of these like spherical stones that the dwarves at the desks are working on. And they're just like occasionally rolling out and then floating down to the desk, or the dwarves will like let go of one and it'll float up to this kind of hive.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: And as you're taking all of this in, a square platform kind of zooms out of the void of the plated halls and attaches itself to your platform. Oh. And a party of dwarves steps off they hand a spherical stone to one of the dwarves behind the counter who lets it go, and it flies back up into the hive, and then those dwarves pass you on the way out.
5: First and most important question. On, this, on that little square platform, do I see an obvious control panel? No. Ah.
6: <laughs>
5: wow. So, so does Falrock know what the stones and the,
3: the, um, and the nest thing is, or has this never seen this before in my life? <laughs> I might have like heard rumors,
5: maybe. <clears throat> what, did, what did the pillars say? I, I nudge go. What do those pillars out there say? Are they like section headings? or:
3: Is there any runes that are large enough for me to read from this distance? Um, the closest
0: pillar is probably 20 feet away from the edge of the platform, and the, the writing on it is like you would find in a standard novel.
5: Oh uh, yeah. Well, I guess let's just go up to the front desk and show them our neato papers that say we're cool guys.
2: Mm-hmm. really cool dudes.
5: Pretty cool dudes. <clears throat> um, as we are coming in here, I really quickly want to try out like a couple little shitty wizard tricks in my hands just to see if magic is allowed in this place. Mm-hmm. And I just like I warm one of my hands up and I cool down the other one. Like everything's working.
3: Everything's working. Cool take our letter of introduction, basically, um, over to the front desk and explain to them that we're looking for our, information about the hashling.
5: Have the dwarves we've run into so far been bilingual, or is it mostly dwarven <clears throat> down here?
0: You've mostly heard dwarven, but you kind of get the impression that most of them it's at like least
2: understand. This is in that. America.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, they get... you've Okay, so... As you've been traveling, you've noticed that the population of the mountain home is like 90% dwarf, obviously. But there is 10% that's like, um, you've seen a lot of gnomes, you've seen a lot of halflings, I mean, comparatively. You've seen, you saw one elf while you were traveling on the bus just like as you went past. <laughs> um, but the, the gist of it is that most of the people here speak common because they do get visitors Sure. Yeah. Uh, from other nations, and also there are several dwarven dialects that can be difficult to understand if you're not accustomed to hearing them.
4: Uh-huh. <clears throat> so in dealing I like with,
0: that's a take
5: point, though.
4: Yeah, I think that's best.
5: <laughs> Mostly because I've been told that there's some weird prophecy going on that involves a lot of chains, and I'm not into that.
4: Yeah, I'm like actually physically like just have one arm in front of you <laughs> as Paul Rock walks up.
5: <laughs> I I pat Layla's shoulder and say it's fine. I'm not gonna fall. <laughs> That's the least of my concerns. So, also, yeah. I've
1: I've heard you attempt Dwarven before, and it sounds like you're just speaking Common with rocks in your mouth.
5: Boba boopy, baba de baba de, Bjork,
0: so you approach the circulation desk mm-hmm. and a, a dwarf looks up from the stone that he is currently scribing on says, yes, how can I help you?
3: Uh, yes, we're looking for information about, uh, the hatching, the hatchling as well. Okay. Just kind of hand him the, the letter as well. The letter of introduction sort of thing.
0: He gives it a quick once over, uh, he says, Oh, from the, from the agate Duchess herself. Uh, well, uh, is this your first time in the Plated Halls? It is. Uh, excellent. Uh, he sets this down and I says, I think I have, I have a little time to kind of show you around. And this place can be pretty confusing if you're not accustomed to it.
2: <laughs> our our menu is not like other restaurants. And <laughs> I'd love to, to walk you
6: through her. <laughs>
5: Uh, from the back behind Leyland, after uh, after this exchange, I just go, Hey, so does this place go on forever? Or is this like magic? Or what? How, how do you fit all this space underground? How, how deep does that go?
0: He gives you a gentle smile and he like <laughs> takes, takes his spectacles off and like polishes them uh, as he says, Well, the plated halls are one of the oldest structures on the continent. They have been around since before the hatching. Golly. As the repository of all Dwarven history, they, are, they were deemed important enough by a previous king to enchant very heavily. So they actually exist in a semi-demiplanar space.
5: Gotcha. Is that you what just, the wibbly thing back outside back. was? Wink, wink. <laughs> Weird wibbly feeling? Yes, I've heard fingers.
0: that those who are unaccustomed to uh planar travel occasionally feel a slight prickle as they cross the threshold. Eat. And then he he turns and kind of shouts <laughs> to the dwarf nearest him that's writing in a ledger. He says, Arius, I need I need a stone for sections uh, five hundred thirty-seven thousand two hundred <laughs> <297."
6: laughs> okay. yeah. and ninety-four to two hundred and ninety
2: seven this this guy is just making more questions than yeah. answers though. <clears throat> and Arius uh, presumably,
0: gives him a thumbs up and writes, scribbles a little bit in a ledger and you see a handful of stones kind of roll out of the, the hive above you and float down to him and he kind of casually rolls them along the counter to the dwarf you are speaking to
6: who
2: picks them up
0: and then he hops over the circulation desk and he says, follow me. Oh,
2: man. Right. As, as we're doing that, I like... Pull and I'm like the spoon scraping against my soul right now. Really makes me wonder what we uh, got into previously, all those weeks ago. Because this is the same feeling, and I don't like it.
5: I mean, it makes mm-hmm. sense to me that if you have a, and I, I do keep my voice low. Like Tarjex is an idiot, but he knows how to whisper. Um, <laughs> you know, it makes sense to me that if you had some sort of magic tower that was very clearly important enough that they were working on the anchor and they were summoning things to talk to them and all of that. You would probably put that on some sort of protective demiplane or something, or at least have it so that you could press, like, a panic button and leave reality.
4: My thinking is there's some sort of, I don't know, some sort of something within the the, the protection, the, the, the field or whatever, that perhaps is... Messing with our senses since we got the hatchling blood injected into but us. But
5: it's, it's clearly not. some that. sort
4: of connection. I don't
5: yeah. think it's the hatchling blood because that uh, mm-hmm. nice librarian dwarf was saying that people unaccustomed to planar shift experience it. So it's a known symptom. Right. Unless we happen to have reaction. the same symptom for like a different reason, it seems weird to me that they'd be like, oh, yeah, that happens. Instead of looking at us like, what, what tingling? You guys are weird. Yeah.
0: Desmond, I will point out that you have that... You remembered that you had the tingling, and then it felt like you needed to pop the ears of your soul. Right. That sensation is also back. Right.
5: So I'm guessing uh, that the tower was also in some sort of... They called it... They didn't call it this, but I'm going to call it a semi-demiplane. <laughs>
4: uh, okay. <laughs> I'm more on with Desmond. I'm kind of just uncomfortable and kind of more alert to what's going
0: on. I think this place right is
5: awesome. And we I will, here. For,
0: for your benefit, Matthew, Leolin does not experience an assault ear popping pressure. Just the tingling? Just, just the brief yeah. tingling when you
2: entered, which does gotcha. not. Gotcha. Re- remember, I'm the one that like licked, licked everything in the area. So right. right. You're also right. the
5: only one that has, I mean, for lack of a better word, you've got a tether to another entity. That's true. So it's possible that scraping feeling is like your soul GPS searching for a signal. <laughs> it's like, oh, I mean, suddenly okay. I'm in a different plane. I got to find my God again. Yeah. I mean, you're not uh-huh. wrong. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't, I didn't get any weird soul scrapey stuff because. <laughs> New number, who dis? <laughs> right. Exactly. God. It's like, it's like a roaming call. <laughs> Uh, your, uh, your spells cost extra minutes in here. But, all right, so basically the only reason why I even
2: bring it up is we need to try to get him to tell us more about how the plane works, because I think that'll apply in other places.
5: Yeah. No, that's a good follow-up. I'm uh, just so curious he, about it.
0: He kind of sweeps you guys along to the edge of the platform, where you see the floor of this whole area has kind of, like, large stone patterns on it. He steps onto kind of in the center of one and like ushers you all in within the border. And then he places a stone in kind of like a socket that rises up out of the center and the platform detaches and starts like hurtling into the void.
5: I am, I'm watching this very closely, but I'm trying to make it look like I'm not watching this very closely. (laughs) <laughs> Terenjax does the, the thing chameleons do where one eye is
6: yeah, exactly. <laughs> focused oh, on the
5: control platform
0: and the other one's looking <laughs> out into space <laughs> <laughs> and your, your guide uh, once he has slotted this in and you are on your way turns and says, so actually, uh, interesting field of study we don't really get many people uh, looking for it outside of how it relates to adamantium production
5: oh does it? I didn't know that.
2: Yes, you did. Oh, did I? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, we did.
5: Yeah. Oh, right, because Adam <laughs> mentioned, like, the...
0: This came up at the Hall of Ministries library as well.
5: Ah, that's right, it did. On a side
4: note, I'm very disappointed that Jax doesn't have a persona right now for in being <laughs> in a place like this. <laughs> yeah.
5: I, I was told that it was going to cause issues yeah. by a particular dad rock.
1: <laughs> what? Dad rock. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely should have whipped up a uh, hatchling specialist persona, but um, alas.
2: I do strange, make, I make
5: like an airy gesture of one who is ensconced in the field nonetheless. And I say, yes, well, uh, of course, the, uh, the ins and outs and the complicated logistics of uh, adamantine is best left to uh, the masters of the craft. And I, I make another sweeping airy gesture at Fall Rock. <laughs> and uh I, myself I'm more interested in the more um, esoteric natures of the hatchling. Of course, we know where this great thing came from, but we know not where it has ended its vast journey or even if even now its journeys through the stars or some higher place without name. These are the mysteries <laughs> I seek.
3: I, I owed a favor and I'm a friend of the duchess and the favor that I owed was to help a kid with a history project so I, I don't do things halfway
0: <laughs> yeah I'd say uh, it's quite a quite a trip from the agate duchy all the way to the mountain home
3: well I mean I, I've been wanting to come here for a while and I'm not going to pass up an opportunity when I don't have much else going on so you're, you're
0: something of an adamantium scholar huh? I didn't know we had many of those outside of the uh, He kind of gestures to encompass the entirety of the mountain home. I am a dwarf,
3: so my friend thinks I'm an adamantine scholar. That's just it, oh, and he—he's he's not always the brightest of bulbs. I, I kind of let it go on, but eh. you can see
0: that he uh, like he, he there's a turning down of the lips as he
5: regards. <laughs> I merely—it <laughs> is admirable for one outside the mountain home to keep. A close eye and a a certain level of understanding and appreciation for this sort of cultural heritage of master metalworking that his ancestors have undertaken. For my friend, do not sell yourself short. You are, you know, you are not certainly not a scholar, but to brush off your
3: thats as far as it goes.
5: Give a winning smile. (laughs) I've I've been giving winning smiles since we
6: got.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, this particular winning smile has been punctuated by a puff of wind from my uh, druid craft, puffing his bangs up a little bit, and it's just a little bit, just just a little bit more winning than it was before.
0: By the end of the campaign, all five of you will have some way to contribute to the winning smile. Yeah,
5: it'll be our team up attack. (laughs) After about
0: hmm, ten. Nah, probably not 10 minutes. It's probably moving faster than that. Uh, like five, five to seven minutes of breakneck movement, judging My, on how what
5: a pace this thing sets.
0: The, mm-hmm. Based on how quickly the pillars are moving, uh, it eventually slows down and comes to a stop in an area where you can kind of see often the distance, like a couple hundred feet away. There are pillars that are kind of marred. Parts oh, of them are yeah. missing or scraped out or... Um, some of them just kind of end halfway, either bottom or top.
5: I, I glance at the dwarf with a furrow of my brow in the, in the air of an academic who is um, a, a little bit aghast at the sight of, or the thought even, of any knowledge being destroyed or lost. And it's like, I, I mourn with him. Or like if he's mourning, I mourn with him. But if he's like, oh, it's forbidden knowledge, then I'm like, ah, well, interesting.
0: Uh, he kind of catches your your glance, and he's like, "Yes, yeah, so this is the part of the halls that was in existence before the hatching. We lost more than we are willing to part with."
5: Ah, most
0: regrettable. It was a very tumultuous time.
5: Yes. Well, all we can do is press onward into those dark mysteries and the dust of centuries, and hope that we might still extract some kernel from within, some lost art or uh,
1: some. Distant dusty, truth. dusty Colonel.
5: He turns to
0: you, Falrock, and says in Dwarvish, "Is he always this dramatic?"
3: <laughs> aye, oh, aye. <laughs>
0: uh, and he turns back to Tara Jackson, like smiles. <laughs> <laughs> it, you, you can tell that it's it's a strained, like forced smile.
5: I give him a very genuine smile, uh, and then
0: he turns to the pillar that you have stopped adjacent to. Uh, and he says, uh, yes, uh, so this is sort of the earliest record we have of the hatching. And um, he plucks the stone out of the control panel. We plummet. Uh, Dias. <laughs> yeah, you die instantly. <laughs> um, I say instantly. It would take you like probably <laughs> several hours to reach the
2: bottom. Would you get bored and fall asleep?
5: Like you'd be like, Aah! I I would be enjoying every moment of it. Well, I mean, you, you, wouldn't, you literally wouldn't be—it wouldn't
2: know when you hit the ground, right? Because it's dark?
5: Well, okay, yeah. so, but we have Leyland with dark vision, and I have Featherfall, so we're good. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so he, he
0: removes it from the dais, and he kind of holds it up to the pillar, and about a 30-foot section of the pillar gleams briefly with oh. a sort of magic light. He's like, uh, so this is, these are all the records we have from that time period. And then he... Shows you the uh, additional uh, two or three stones that uh, he brought with him. And he's like, these are nearby pillars that also deal with the hatchling.
5: Ah, I see. Read to are us, Falrock. Yeah, are we to uh, uh, we to not- <laughs> note this information down ourselves? I, uh, <laughs> most regrettably, I've misplaced my tome of Am- Uh So, uh, do you have some way to, uh, transcribe this information that is common here in this vast hall of knowledge or should I just get out a notebook?
0: Uh, he pulls out a sheaf of blank paper and some charcoal.
5: Ah, yeah. magnificent!
0: You also could just record Falrock
5: reading it. I could, yeah, I do have the, uh, I do have that thing. I think that sounds like a good plan, you yeah, uh, know, I'll bust out the bottle, pour out a little bit into my palm and be like, hootie hootie get booty. <laughs> God damn
6: it! <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is that is definitely not.
5: <laughs> you can stop them last time. It's not a necessary part of the activation. <laughs> no, at all. it's not. That, that's
0: Jones <laughs> adding his own flair to yeah. the process.
5: It's <laughs> cool. okay. So what it is is it's actually a mangled form of draconic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So no, it's, it's, it's some, like, <laughs> intonation, like, object of great memory. Give unto me your undying knowledge. But it he doesn't know how to speak Draconic, so it just sounds like hootie hootie get booty. <laughs> <laughs> Seems, oh, anyways, right. <laughs> Falrock, uh, whenever you're ready. I read away. Okay,
0: so it takes you a little while to get, because this is like a chunk of dwarven history Mm. that is not necessarily related to the hatchling. This is just like a control F
6: for
0: the hatchling. Uh, So you dig through uh, several very dry paragraphs about the current political, well, current, the past political climate of the mountain home at the time. And then you reach a section that details the first announcement of the oncoming hatching.
6: Mm,
0: Okay, So you get the kind of the dwarves take on when the gods descended down to the planet and announced that it was in fact an egg and that a large extra-dimensional entity would be hatching from it shortly and that the gods would not be able to assist in kind of the whole process the catastrophe to come. They had other matters that Required their attention at the same
2: time. Did they ever like say what the other matters they were dealing with at the same time were? Or? They did not. Okay, I'm gonna have to ask them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you, got, you Got Aquila on speed
3: dial. That's right. What
5: the shit, Aquila.
3: <laughs> Useless goddess. Oh <laughs> I, snap! <No>. <laughs>
6: snap!
5: <laughs>
2: no, that's just a reference, no. Oh well. It, next time when I try to heal you, it's... <laughs> it just. Won't work. I'm trying. <laughs> this never happened uh, before. I swear.
0: <laughs> then there are uh, several paragraphs dealing with kind of the ramifications of that. So the dwarves panicking and trying to figure out how to best preserve their kingdom and lives. Conferences with other races, the wizard, the Convocation of the Wizards Council, all the major political powers trying to figure out what to do. Uh, it briefly describes the development of the Anchor, the Anchor spell. Mm-hmm.
5: Does it say who was involved in developing that?
0: There is a long list of Dwarven spellcasters, both wizard, sorcerer, a handful of druids, so it, it, like,
5: denotes what kind they were next to their name? Yeah. And are these alphabetical, or do they appear to be listed by, like, prominence? Alphabetical. Ah. Oh, man. I just, I'm sitting here thinking, I was like, we really
2: should have asked that demon, You should have asked Spectacle, like, what the gods were up to at that time, because he would have oh, known.
5: Oh, yeah, that would have been a good one.
2: Now, if we ever run into the Fey again, like, you need to write this down, Waffle, because I know you take notes. Yeah, like, I do. That is a question worth one of our souls.
5: <laughs> mm, that's a question with your soul, sure. Well, <laughs> mine's already spoken for, so I'm not sure they would even take it. Mine is spoken for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like, I mean, like, I know what my soul. I know where I'm gonna put my soul when I'm done with it.
2: Yeah, in <laughs> a recycling Cycling. bin. And,
5: yeah, and and the plastic. great recycling bin of the elemental chaos. All right, I, I have noted that because that is a really good question that we don't know and it would be useful. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there any stories that I would know of because I know some stories or perhaps stories that anyone else knows of anyone who tried to stop the hatching from happening? Oh, like, did, yeah. Did anyone absolutely. be like, hey, let's let's make this thing not hatch?
0: There was a pretty big... Uh, initially after the announcement, a pretty big schism in the magical community of those that were trying to figure out how to deal with the aftermath of the hatching and those that tried to prevent it altogether. Ah. For the most part, like research was done and it was determined that attempting to either like euthanize the hatchling or right. keep it in a dormant state would ultimately destabilize the planet anyway.
6: Hmm. <laughs>
2: ethnic ethics aside, it would have just, you know, prolonged the inevitable, I guess. Sure, yeah. yeah.
0: And a, a sizable portion of the of that camp converted over to the uh, like ameliorate the after effects group. Gotcha. You
5: say um, a sizable portion, but there were also- there
0: were there were some holdouts that did their dagum best to try and like kill the hatchling
2: before it could hatch. Well, yeah, I mean, if you if you think your idea is right, you got to...
5: No, gotta I... Um, so this is a kind of a crazy... Like, I'm wondering if that tangent or that splinter has survived to this day.
2: Well, I'm sure they have their own, like, really cool name and everything else.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they have their own really cool name, and I'm wondering if they have some creepy bug-arm lady named Sasuke. We get on,
2: the- you know what? I, problem solved. We just get on their mailing list, and then... Get the return address. And oh, yeah.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I right. would
0: just like as a as a question for for Waffle, like Yo. what would that group's purpose be in this day and age?
2: to um, the catch leg.
5: We're like, I, we're going to
2: go find it.
5: No, well, no. So like I think um, so what I can theorize from that, and I'm still trying to tie this into the cult that's fucking with us. So like this is from that lens like them injecting hatchling blood or getting samples of it and things would give them the information to figure out how to kill such a thing such that if they ever heard of another one throughout the cosmos they could prevent this tragedy from occurring a second time or they could try to find this hatchling cuz presumably this thing has if it has a birth it has a death and there is a arc of life in between there where it lays yeah. more eggs and if you are a group dedicated to the destruction of this thing or preventing it from creating worlds that become populated, that get destroyed... Um, you We're going to go to,
2: to where it, it is now and beat it in its face.
5: Right, so if- you might try to prevent it from laying more eggs because that'll stop this cycle of from- hashlings get laid... Uh, society grows on them and then that society is probably (laughs) usually destroyed. I feel like the anchor is spelled ALAID in both cases. Uh What? 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 (laughs) What? It was quite the double entendre. I completely missed it. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) I'll have to go watch the episode. (laughs) Anyways, to get back to your point, I would foresee a cult like that trying to figure out the weakness of the hatchlings so they could go and find it and stop it from laying more eggs by any means necessary. But that's just a theory, a game theory. Indeed.
0: So getting back to your reading. Yeah. So you kind of move past that, and then you have to change out stones. You move to a different pillar. And this one is a lot of uh, scientific records. Hmm. And it kind of starts... So you, you start pretty far up the pillar far up, as far as you can tell. You have to move up a fair bit to get to wherever the stone takes you. Ah. I, was, I keep describing these things like you have reference points.
5: <laughs> right. <laughs> and I feel so like Parajax has a pretty good sense of like 3D spatial positioning. Just like, oh, yeah, we've moved upward this amount. That's fair.
0: Regardless, uh, so this kind of details sort of the mage's research on the hatchling as it, right. as it slumbered, As it grew, as the hatching grew closer, it had sort of reality warping effects that kind of moved their way up to the surface. So it was known previously that if you went far enough down into the Underdark, things got weird. Right. Laws of physics were kind of warped and distorted. People changed, sometimes physically, sometimes mentally, but those were just like. They just assumed that that was some kind of residual magic layer that came from the Underdark. Now they know why. There was, it turns out, an enormous extradimensional entity occupying the core. Uh, so they started to research it where they could. sort of hatchling semi-proof suits were developed for people to kind of dive into these deep places.
5: Um, That's interesting. Um, yeah. I definitely take note or i don't have to take notes because i'm recording Do these this, suits still exist? do these suits exist, and was their inventor named this
0: was another collaborative effort okay it from the kind of the impression you get from these readings is that the magical community sort of unified outside that one large schism
5: as threats to annihilation tend to do yeah. yeah.
0: So after after the announcement from the gods and the determination that we could like there was no viable way of stopping the hatching, like all of the various wizard colleges and factions of sorcerers and all the bards and the druids, uh, they all sort of conglomerated into one large magical association with the end goal of preserving life on this planet. Yeah. So yeah. So as the as the hatching approached, these kind of Distortion effects sort of made their way up towards the surface. There was a lot of issues with it. A lot of people developed strange powers or bizarre physical features or went insane or died, just like straight up died. Oh, great. Boned at the <laughs> mouth, died.
3: And Falrock takes a stop there as... Uh, oh, great, yeah. Yeah. Lots of horrific ways that they died. Okay, all right. Okay. Fast forward that. <laughs>
5: Uh, yeah, I'll edit it out in post. It's fine.
0: <laughs> and I think that's where we're going to stop for the time being. Sorry to drop you kind of in the middle of a lore dump here, but this particular recording session went on for like two and a half hours, so we're splitting it into two episodes. We'll be back next week with more lore. I've been Joe, your Dungeon Master. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. We can be found on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. If you wish to reach us on Twitter, you can do so at alchemists underscore club. Joining
2: us today we have... Daniel playing Fleet. Hey y'all, give Desmond a follow on Podbean.
3: I'm Zach, and I played Farrock, the voice of reason, the holder of leashes, and all-around good guy.
4: I'm Matt, and I played Leolin and I don't
6: take responsibility for anything.
5: I'm Waffle, and don't forget to subscribe to Tarjux's Witcher account.